Welcome to 15 Minutes to Impact, the podcast that gets right to the point on association marketing. I'm Marketing General Senior Relationship Director John Sample. Last year, our most popular podcast was called Pro Tips for 2022. I did a virtual walk around MGI's offices, asking my incredibly smart colleagues to share a tip with our audience. We got a great response from our friends and listeners, so I decided to go back to the incredibly deep well of association marketing expertise that is Team Marketing General. This is Pro Tips for 2023. We are still a mostly virtual office, so please forgive any sloppy editing. I'm stitching together a series of very short conversations held over Zoom. Let's start this podcast off with our Vice President of Account Services, Jana Darling. Hi, this is Jana Darling. I'm the Vice President of Account Services at MGI. And I'm here to talk about my pro tip for 2023, which is to make sure that content marketing lead generation is a part of your marketing strategy. From our 2022 membership marketing benchmarking report, associations showing growth are more likely to rely on content marketing lead generation in their member recruitment. Yet only 30% of associations reported using content marketing lead generation as a, as a recruitment tool in the past year. And why I think this is really important for you to do is not only because it's linked to membership growth, but it's a channel that you can achieve growth, but you can also put out really valuable content. And why valuable content is important is, you know, you're asking people to give you their email address. We are all inundated with emails these days. And so to give up our emails, we want to make sure that we're getting valuable content in return. The content that I've seen to be most successful could be a salary survey. Anything salary related always does really well. Popular sessions from your recent conferences, webinars, timely white papers, anything that your audience and your prospects that you're trying to reach would find valuable and worth their time to sign up for. And then that don't stop there. Don't stop once you get their email. You want to then continue to cultivate that relationship. And what that looks like is most oftentimes a, some sort of email nurture campaign, continuing to build and cultivate a relationship with them, introducing them to your organization, introducing them to the benefits and features of becoming a member of your organization, ultimately, you know, getting them to the point of becoming a member. And what you want to be doing this whole time is making sure you're tracking this campaign, tracking the campaign from what was most successful in driving the leads. Were you using um, digital marketing? Was it most successful on Facebook or LinkedIn or in Google search? You want to look at your email engagement and the data there to see you know, what people are engaging with in your emails. Uh, how are they interacting with your emails all the way through to a conversion to membership? We launched a really successful lead generation campaign for a client of mine a few years ago. And within the first three months, um, we were converting 9% of their leads to membership, which was really wonderful numbers from, for us. And what we're seeing, you know, we've been running the same uh, content now for uh, over a year now, and we're still seeing really tremendous response to the leads and getting really valuable leads. We've seen the uh, conversion rate dip little bit, which is not unexpected for how long this program has been running. Uh, but one of the most valuable things that I think we're doing with this client is, is tracking all the way down to the channel and the platform that is converting the most members. I can look on a weekly basis and tell you, was it Google search that had the highest conversion rate? Was it LinkedIn? Was it Bing? And that is really what's driving our program and, and how we're able to optimize it. 
And so if I can leave you with one thing today, it's to find valuable content with you in, within your organization. I know you have it. It's just might it just might be repurposing it for the use of lead generation. Getting a strong lead generation campaign up and running and most importantly, make sure that you're tracking it so that you can continue to optimize it as you go along. Wishing you a very successful 2023 with all things membership. My name is Kelsey McKinney, and I'm an account director at Marketing General. My pro tip for 2023 is to follow the data. When you follow the data, you can leverage the strengths of your program by investing more in the things that are working, and you can stop spending time on efforts that just aren't showing you results. And when you do find those areas of opportunity, don't be afraid to try something new. This is why at MGI, we love to test, test, test. Something brand new might be just the thing to boost your conversions. But if you follow the data, you'll be able to clearly see which efforts are worth ramping up and which should be paused. Think about how you will measure success and try to set up your project so that you will be able to easily read the results. You can use promo codes, vanity URLs, even a matchback conducted by a data analyst to show which efforts brought in conversions. With your results in hand, you'll feel confident that you're spending your time, money, and energy on efforts that are having the greatest impact on your organization's overall goals. Hi, my name is Melanie Marcotte, Senior Account Executive at MGI. And my pro tip is to audit your entire marketing program. This is something that I like to do at least once a year. From your email, to your digital ads, to your mail, take a deep drive into your marketing strategy. Break it out by program. Write out what you're doing with membership, renewals, reinstatements, and even your events. From here is when you can start asking questions. How are your programs performing? Is there a platform or a touch that you're missing? Is there a new strategy that you can fit nicely into your existing program? You can even take a look at our annual membership marketing benchmarking report to see how you measure up. Or you can ask us um, for help and have an external eye and take a fresh look at your program. Hi, my name is Rebecca Turner, and I'm an account supervisor here at MGI. My tip for 2023 is to focus on your call to action. Whether you're creating a mail campaign, an email, or an online ad, your call to action should be immediately obvious to your audience. It should answer a question, what do you want your recipient to do? Do you want them to renew a membership, purchase a product, come to your conference? Make that action clear. Other ways you can make sure you get your point across, um, position your call to action right at the top of your communication. Don't make your audience scroll down to find the point. A lot of them won't. You can use formatting like bullet points, headlines, or bold text to highlight points you don't want them to miss. And especially, you can simplify. Don't bury your main point in a paragraph of background information. Cut down your copy so that it's relevant and focused. When you keep your call to action front and center, you make sure your audience knows what you need them to do. Hi, this is Todd Michaels. I am the Vice President of Digital Services at Marketing General Incorporated. And my pro tip for 2023 is to keep running multiple campaigns as much as you can. Um, you know, it used to be in the past when we have discussions with associations where we were running membership campaigns year round and the big annual conference was coming up. 
we would turn the membership campaign off and put over all of our money into conference marketing. And I'm here to say that after the past two years, I would do the opposite. I would keep multiple campaigns running uh, because the ROI will be higher. For our association clients where we've been running membership and conference campaigns at the same time, quite often we'll see that someone has served a membership ad and they will register for the conference or they've been served for a conference ad and they will buy membership instead. You know, it's important to remember that sometimes we just don't know where our prospects are in the selling cycle and if they're ready to buy membership or conference. And sometimes, you know, showing them a conference ad will first make them think, well, maybe I should join, look at everything this association has to offer. Uh, Same applies for certification campaigns. Um, If the common denominator here is membership campaigns and keep them going while you're running other campaigns, I've seen the same behavior for certification. We'll show certification ads. The people decide to sign up for membership first, you know, maybe first kick the tires and see what the association is all about before they decide to move forward with certification. Um, It's important to note here that while you're getting all these crossover conversions, um, you know, you need to have accurate conversion tracking and that can take a bit of work. Uh, That is something that we pride ourselves on here at Marketing General Incorporated is to be able to differentiate a membership uh, conversion from a conference conversion and report on the associated revenue. Because what you'll see is that you will have a much higher overall return on investment for your campaign when you're running multiple campaigns. Just went through this recently with one of our association clients when we were running the membership and conference campaigns at the same time. The overall campaign ROI was over a thousand percent which was an excellent campaign. As soon as we turned one of those off and ran the other by itself, the return on investment dropped to 300%. Not bad, but not as good as 1,000% ROI. And really all we're talking about here in that particular campaign was maybe a $700 difference in spend per week. Uh, For me, when I'm looking at how much is spent and how much revenue we're bringing in for our clients, the return on investment is much higher when you're running those multiple campaigns at the same time. So that's my pro tip for 2023. Um, Always be selling and keep running multiple campaigns at all times. Hi, this is Crystal Smith, technical project manager here at MGI. My tip for 2023 is to include your email testing in your initial email project plans and follow a few simple best practices so that you can get a true impact and a valid result from your testing. A few key items to keep in mind when planning your testing are, there are a large variety of different components that you can choose from to test, from subject lines, call to actions, images and headers, to buttons versus links, to from names. It is important to select testing components that align with the desired engagement outcome. Be sure to test only one variable at a time. For example, test only subject lines or messaging, but don't do both at the same time. When testing multiple items, there's no way to know what leads to the action or your results may not be valid. We recommend only A-B testing for email testing. Testing more than two groups can lead to deliverability issues with your emails and can also make results very difficult to validate. When selecting a winner, focus on your conversions as much as possible. 
What action do you want them to take? For example, submit a form, sign up for membership or a conference. Email open and click rates can be inflated by spam filters and privacy blockers such as Apple's privacy settings. So keep that in mind when looking at your conversions. Always be sure your testing segments are going to be delivered to at least 1,000 records. If you have less than 1,000 records, your results can be impacted by just a few clicks or opens. You can control your splits. So if you have a smaller file, 50-50 splits may be best. But if you have a larger file, you can do 10-10-80 and allow 80% of your file to receive the winner. A final tip to consider is that testing does add the timelines and sense schedules. So plan ahead and it's always important. By following these simple best practices when including testing as part of your email marketing, success of your program is certain. Best of luck with your email testing. Everyone, this is Noah Poisson, account supervisor here at MGI. And my pro tip for 2023 is to not be afraid of the number of communications you send to members, particularly in your renewal series. Now that comes with nuance for sure, but hear me out. We continue to see a very common theme with associations who ask their members point blank, why didn't you renew? And for another year, quote, I forgot, is the reason that has landed in one of our top two spots. So while there has seemingly been unlimited increases in the number of digital communications hitting your members, my pro tip is that your members are not as bombarded or as overwhelmed as you think they are. So here's a quick case study. We recently took an individual membership organization. We increased their email touches pre-expiration date from three to six. So we doubled their pre-expire renewal emails. And we added two direct mail invoice notices just to be sticky and overcome the 60 to 70% of our audience that doesn't always open our renewal emails. So it might seem like overkill, right? But check this out. This IMO's on-time renewal rate went from 48% on average to 59%. Now that's impact. So don't be afraid to send those reminders. It's still our job to watch email metrics and responsiveness closely, but I promise the extra touches you might feel be overkill are the reminders busy members end up being thankful for. Hi, this is Dana Lonives, Senior Account Executive at MGI. And my pro tip is make sure member engagement is part of your membership retention strategy. Member engagement requires ongoing proactive effort to reach your members with relevant content, messaging, and opportunities that demonstrate value and nurture relationships. Successful member engagement leads to increased retention and renewal rates, increased member loyalty, and improved relevancy for your organization. And if you don't have a plan to engage early, you risk losing both new and established members. Provide your members with opportunities and experiences that they will appreciate and motivate them to keep coming back. Make new members feel welcome and existing members feel valued. Your member engagement strategy should start on day one and continue throughout their membership term. As soon as your member joins your association, focus on engaging with them. Send a welcome package, 
invite them to attend upcoming events, or simply remind them of the benefits they have access to. The more you engage your members, the more likely they will renew their memberships. You'll know when member engagement is successful when the value associated with the actions you take and the experiences you offer outweigh the expenses of membership dues. Hi, it's John Sample again. Those were some great tips, don't you think? I would like to add my pro tip for 2023. My tip is network, network, network. The association community is an incredibly generous and friendly community. Be proactive in making connections. In our annual membership marketing benchmarking survey, we always ask this question. What do you believe are the top reasons members join your organization? Networking is always the top answer by double-digit margins. What's good for your members is good for you, too. There's a lot of innovation in the association space, but there's also a lot of best practices that can be learned and shared. It's been my experience that the association community is a sharing community. If you'd like to discuss any of the ideas from this podcast further, I'd love to hear from you. You can email me at jsample at marketinggeneral.com. I'd also love to connect with you on LinkedIn if you're interested in networking with me. Thanks for joining us today on 15 Minutes to Impact. This is John Sample signing off.